Some cars are comfy on the inside but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. I'm Kyle. And I'm Wesley. And we are podcast ready. Hey. Um, go off of that. I guess we didn't really talk about it before, but I'll go first and say, because I'm fresh off of RTX Austin. Literally Which got. stands for? Rooster Teeth Ex- Ex- Expo. Expo. Yeah, okay. Expo. Expo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Expo. Yeah. <laughs> um, and this was my first time going. Uh, literally got back four hours ago. Yay. Long flight, but it was worth it. You are um, committed to this podcast. It's impressive. Yeah, I know, right? I was like, well, I also really want to talk about Genlock. But before I get to Genlock, I thought I'd throw out there real quickly. With the Genlock announcement, they also said that for all you Ruby fans out there, Ruby is coming October 26th, I believe. 27th. Ooh, wow, 27th. That's, that's kind of... Yep. 26th, 27th. 27th. Yeah. yeah. Well, typically new Ruby seasons always fall on in October. Yeah, it's just like, it feels like it hasn't been that long yet. Yeah. And Which is good. It's not out yeah. yet, but I got to see a preview clip. They're only doing one character short this year to lead up to the season. Oh, which one was it? Um, it's a uh, it's for Adam, where they've done a little Ooh. they've done a little prequel sequence of Adam. Um, is it Sienna? Yeah, Sienna, the leader of the White Fangs. Yeah, yeah. And one of my waifus. Um, wow, I'm really bad with the Ruby. Holly, Gira, no, 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 the Blake. No, the girl with the whip, the, the chameleon girl. Oh, J- Jen's gonna hate you. Come on, dude. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't remember her name either. It's not Camelia. It's not? I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let Jenna be angry at you. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Jenna be angry at Will, yeah. please. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yeah, so uh, there was some really cool prequel, se- prequel sequences of them fighting, and it was freaking just amazing. Um, Wait, is that for everybody to see now? Or nope, not oh, yet. Yeah, okay. Soon, yeah. I'm sure. It's an RTX preview. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. you'll just have to wait and see for that, folks. Uh, but it was super good. The fighting was super awesome. Adam is more intimidating than ever, saying what he's capable of. I forget where they left him. Didn't, they, didn't he like run oh, away? He, yeah, he like, ran away. Yeah, he literally yeah. ran away with his tail between his legs. Yeah. Yep. So like, oh, oh, I don't know how you can be intimidating they, off of that. Oh, oh, oh! And they tease his mask twice. They literally opened Ooh. up the sequence with him like bringing up his mask to his face and like the camera followed the mask so, so they're like, not teasing the mask they're teasing his face because yeah. we know what the mask looks like yeah. <laughs> but like oh, like, oh, are we going to see what his face nope no, no, yeah. no. Yeah. And you know, you know what that end, reminds me of that reminds me of all those stuff they do with Master Chief like yeah. all the time like oh there's his eyes nope putting the helmet on and then they close the thing out with they flash forward back to where we left Adam being running away from that and you see him just throwing down the mask on the ground and like the camera's right on the ground where the mask is and you just see him walking off in the distance and we still don't get to see his face. Um, but that means that 
it's a very, very, very good chance that we are going to see but his like, face this time. But, like, what are we expecting at this point? Okay, like, so is he no, going to no. be anybody Here's that's familiar? Thing. Here's the thing. Every time masks have come into play, it's been important. Yeah, but, like, he's just going to be... Like, underneath it, he's just going to be Adam. Isn't he? Like, Well, wasn't was that supposed to be Raven? Like, we didn't think much about Raven's mask, and then we realized, yeah. oh, she's a freaking maiden. Yeah. Spoilers, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Anyway, but wait, Genlock, no. right? Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say the real uh, talking point here was Genlock, um, and we got to see a scissor reel of some footage that they put together, and we got to see uh, a cool segment um, that was voiced by David Tennant, and seeing him actually talking about. It. So, for those who don't know, what is Genlock? I was literally about to say. So, Genlock. Genlock is this new. Um, like mech style anime series that is Rooster Teeth is making, uh, and it's getting a lot of attention because of the people that they're pulling in. They announced yeah. Michael B. Jordan, that's crazy big. They recently announced David Tennant, um, which is arguably just as big because he's really picky about what he does. Yeah, so it's is like he, really? he must he must really like what they're doing. For those who don't know, uh, Michael B. Jordan played Killmonger in Black Panther, and Tennant was one of the more famous Doctor Who's of the Doctor Who yep. franchise. He's and also been in several other British in the Purple Man stuff. and Jessica Jones. And a voice actor in DuckTales. Yeah. True. Too. True. Woo-hoo. Also in How to Train Your Dragon. Really? Yeah. Who? Um, like a more background-esque character. He actually got more lines in the show than he did in the it's movies. The show. The show. We're getting on track. Genlock. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, um, so, and then also Dakota Fanning is going to be on it. Um, and then other Rooster Teeth personalities is going to be on it. Uh, Miles will be voicing a character. Um, Blaine is going to be voicing a character. Uh, Gray, um, the lead animator, of, uh, lead, lead person of Rooster Teeth Animation is going to be voicing a character. He also does the voice of Torchwick, for those of you who don't know who Gray is. Um, I feel like there's one other Rooster Teeth person. Um, I know they announced a fourth Rooster Teeth person. I'm trying to remember. Any of the main girls? Or... Oh, I think there was a girl, now that you mentioned so it. So, but it wasn't like Weiss or Ruby or. No. Okay, okay, okay. No. no. Uh, Miles is like the only like super big returning. Sure, like, yeah. yeah. So, um, and they were really going into some like cool stuff that they're working on. They showed us this spider tank, which we see at the end of the scissor spider tank. It's crazy. Like, it, this it's really exciting because the stuff that they showed us really reminded me of what like made Ruby so hyped. You yeah, know, with can like you, the weapons. Can you and stuff. describe for those of you who haven't seen it, such as myself, what the animation is like? Is it more Ruby esque? It's more, or is it more like just typical anime esque? No, it's. Is it gonna be it, like Gundam? It is taking notes from both new Ruby and what they've done with that, and meshing it with some classic. Um, is it more mech, like? like uh, it's weird. It's like some instances you can see is completely CG. And some look it has the kind of flow of a more typical anime. Like something I noticed, like the explosions. But it's still CG based. Is it? So it's, it's not like cel shading. Or... Yeah. Okay. Right. Is it not a two D? It's like a three D. No. Okay. Um, very similar to what we're seeing from the latest Ruby animations. Okay, so more along that type of animation. Then. Yep. Okay. But it's a bit more. I don't know how to put it. It is different because Ruby has that specific cel shaded kind of look about it. This one is going for a little bit more polished, clean. A bit more realistic? A little bit more realistic, okay. but it still has that same color tones as Ruby, if okay, that makes oh, any yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but like the lines are different, so... Yeah. 
I mean, obviously, the best way to find out is to like, watch the trailer. Yeah. There's a trailer already, I believe. Uh, no, actually. Well, well like, the screen, there's screenshots, I see. I know. There's that. screenshots, yeah, yes. Yeah, so yeah, you can sorry. see what it looks like. Yeah, yeah. But, the, like, as far as I know, they're not releasing any of that stuff anytime soon. Because, like, the scissor reel was something they whipped up specifically for RTX. RTX. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's cool. That's fine. Hmm. Yeah. I'm but sure we'll see it soon enough. It's looking really freaking cool. No, I'm excited for it. Yeah. It's really a huge move for Rooster Teeth. Like, the fact that they've got these huge actors... Well, yeah, it's, not, like, it's not that surprising because uh, they kind of expand that with, uh, for example, um, Crow. He's a pretty uh, true, poli- Kanyan, more yeah. prominent voice actor, at least in the anime community, but voice actors in general. I mean, what's what's yeah. step up voice actors? Just a normal actor. Yeah, but I mean, I think I think at least like Michael B. Jordan is pretty much everybody knows who that is now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and, and he's an anime fan, from. so this is something that yeah, really oh, that's it's not of. shocking at all. But yeah. this, yeah. but uh, what was Huge interesting is that it. David Tennant was a surprise to me because, like, to me, like the closest tie for this. That from David Tennant would be um, um, How to Train Your Dragon, but I felt like that wasn't like that's not a close connection. That's just like as close as it gets. He voices a character so, in Final Space. True, and um, the aforementioned Ducktales lead true. baddie. Um, but I I talked to Gray, the lead animator, um, and I asked him, "How did you guys get David Tennant?" Because like I was like. Like, Michael B. Jordan makes sense because, like, this is a project that he wants to be doing. But, like, how did you guys manage to get Dave attended? I didn't see him walking around asking about any anime availabilities out there, you know? Um, and. Whoa, um, whoa, whoa, is Genlock an anime, though? <laughs> they're, they're trying to make it out to be just just the same thing as Ruby. It's just opening a can of worms yeah. here. Please continue. You know, you know what your <laughs> next gonna... are going to be based off of, you know? <laughs> if, if it's going gonna, it's gonna to be Genlock is not an anime, <laughs> coming soon. But Ruby is. Hey. I'm going to. Start all these fires. <laughs> yes, David Tennant. How they get David? Um, so they literally, and this is really cool. They said that like when they made this character, um, who ironically is a doctor, um, and but he's like kind of like the uh, like the mechanic. They call him the doctor. Yeah. So he has a PhD. I'm not sure. I think they go in that cars. But sometimes they call him. They they said they've been trying to loosen it up on the fact that he's David Tennant, and they kind of don't want to like give them some. But anyways, they said that they literally had him in mind for the part, and they reached out to him, and he's huh. like, yeah, we'll do it. Wow. So, like, at this point, now they're just, like, dreamcasting people. Like, yeah, this is the person we see for it. Let's get him. Yeah. Like, that's, I think, a huge, like, step for them, the fact that they can just, you know, Yeah, that they even people. have people that can talk to his people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, right. Like, you're on that level now. Wow. I, I wish it wasn't that bad. I wish they legit just tweeted him, like, hey... David Tennant, <laughs> at, at David Tennant, yeah, yeah, official at, David Tennant, want to be this thing? And he tweets back, hell yeah. yeah that'd yeah. be cool. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> Calling it. Yeah. The mechs are looking super cool. I'm really digging the... the. Uh, are they, like, themed or something? Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Okay. It's like, yeah, they're really stylized. And they've got their, like, skin suits. And then they've got, like, of course, their bigger mechs. They... Yeah, so it's obviously very, like, sci-fi. Yeah. So, not, like... Ruby, where it's like almost high fantasy. Since yeah. you have a little bit more expertise in that area, what what's some typical tropes we see in mech style anime specifically? Well, the mechs, <laughs> obviously, but uh, no, it's it, for those of you who watched um, any big mech shows, both anime in in America. Examples would be Pacific Rim. Mm, uh, true. I would even argue Transformers. I personally yeah. don't think so. But then there's the anime side, you know, Gundam and whatnot. Um, the huge like trope with that is that a you need to know that this is very much sci-fi obviously there are more realistic ways to approach a threat than making a giant robot to combat it mm-hmm. but you have to throw that out and just 
enjoy it. Just don't don't go into this thing, man. This is so impractical. Well, of course it's impractical, but it's cool AF. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's also not real. <laughs> so, <laughs> See, people have, just enjoy it. People have a very hard time differentiating. Yeah, so, yeah. I, that's why I hate when people watch and like all oh, these so unreal. So like I'm like, you don't say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really, I haven't noticed. Yeah. So it's like it's like complaining Daft Punk uses auto tune. You don't say. Yeah. yeah. They're electronic. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I uh, just you know watch it for the enjoyment. And I'm not saying shut your mind off, but just know that, hey, this is something to be, like... You're going to be throwing some logic out of the window. Yeah, yeah. But in the best way possible. In the best way possible. Yeah, to allow for some really crazy awesome stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I don't have a whole lot of experience with, like, mech stuff. No. I haven't even seen Pacific Rim, so... Really? Wow. How has Alex not murdered you? I know. He (laughs) loves that movie. Obviously, Yeah. 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 Okay, well, if you are into giant robots fighting other giant robots and or monsters that's right up your alley. Not typically. Then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to watch Voltron on Netflix because it was getting such rave reviews. Yeah, I just couldn't I couldn't do it. it. Yeah, then you probably wouldn't like my, you probably yeah. wouldn't like any mecha anime no. at least, yeah. I was I was way more a superhero kind of person growing up. Like Godzilla and not to get even up. Power Rangers, I was late to that that train. Not to, you do like Power Rangers though. I do now, but I didn't watch them until I was older. Fair. Yeah. Because I'm because I'm also not a huge fan of mech stuff, but I'm definitely interested in giving this a try because one, it's Rooster Teeth, mm-hmm. uh, and two, I feel like they're really going to offer something different that maybe would be appeal to someone who meet to me like who wouldn't normally be gung ho about a traditional. No, sure, I'm definitely gonna check it out. So yeah, 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 not not because I'm a Rooster Teeth fanboy like you are, but because <laughs> of the fact that it's very taking the same vein as Ruby, and then. Being that sci-fi, because I'm a huge sci-fi fan, so that's, wait, have we established that William is a Rooster Teeth fanboy? I mean, he paid um, lots I'm, of money to go to a Rooster <laughs> Teeth <laughs> based <laughs> expo, so that was so. and he told me on the ride here is like, I want to make it a yearly thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. I the, mean, why wouldn't you? Yeah, but yeah. like, <laughs> he's at the very least interested in Rooster Teeth. Yeah, he knows of it. Yeah, very yeah. true. Yeah, um, kind of related. Um, Screw Attack said that their ne- their hundredth episode for their death battle is going to be. Optimus Prime versus Gundam. Gundam? Like the Gundam Warriors? There's so many Gundams. Okay. Well, Probably a popular one. A Gundam. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah. But him versus Optimus Prime. Yeah. So that's their that's their that's their. Well, did you did you just assume a Gundam's gender? (laughs) Wow, Will. It looked very masculine. <laughs> Kyle, tell us who wins in that scenario, please. Uh, I'm I'm a weeb, so I'm I'm very biased. Yeah. But the Gundam for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so you're on the Goku side for Goku Superman as well. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Again, that's that's why I hate those things. I'm I'm super biased. I can, I can tolerate. I'm, you, I'm super I biased. No. I can tolerate. You. I hate those things. They're, they're so dumb. They're so they, dumb. Uh, I mean, yeah. when you cross when you cross fictional universes like that, you're no. you're that, ended that, up. With that's some. why I love epic rap outs. They do like two unlikely things I'm yeah. like okay this is more fun yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh. this, this is more fun can we talk about that for a second can we like steal a mini segment yeah oh, epic, okay epic rap battles so because I was actually going to talk about this on the show at one point but there's just really not enough to go over they just like dropped off the face of the earth really they yeah just like they haven't had a new video in like a year but they they didn't announce anything they just kind they didn't of announce anything and I think they did like one video of like this is where we are right now and like they're totally not doing anything oh. with epic rap battles. Yeah. Um, if I had to take a stab at it, I haven't done my research, but if I had to guess, it's probably either similar to what Rocket Jump did, or it's something more internal. Um, the former being that, as you know, Rocket Jump, they similar. They I don't say drop off face of the earth, but they're more focused on making like 
high-end, big-budget films now, yeah. as opposed to mini YouTube shorts. Similarly, if it's more internal, then that's just more like you know drama, politics, and whatnot. Yeah. So that's a shame because they make good content. But yeah, well, the, that was I like original YouTube. I think one right of them. Right I think back. Nice Peter. I think whichever one is taller. I remember, but that one of them is pursuing, like you, something more bit like bigger. It's pursuing yeah. something bigger than this, and one of the other ones just doing something completely different. Yeah, so it's vibes on the internal. That yeah, the uh, yeah. that the Backstreet Boys effect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Backstreet's not bad, guys. No, <laughs> no, that's not all right. <laughs> I really, I really love those though. Like. Yeah. Though that was one of the first like you like YouTube hey, that's ser- like serials that original, I original that was like good YouTube. Yeah. I think yeah. that's what's interesting about like kind of like bringing up right full circle here. What I like about Rooster Teeth, mm. they're not like from YouTube, but they've definitely made YouTube a big part of what's made them successful. They didn't start on YouTube. No, no, no. okay. Wait, they started. I, see, I don't know about. They are 15 years in the making now. They started in 2002. Wow. So very before. Where did they air their stuff? They had their own website. Rooster Teeth. Okay. Had their own website yeah. at one point. Um, they said that they were literally handing out people copies on VHS for Red vs. Blue back in the day. That's I remember buying VHS of Red vs. Blue. Yeah. yeah. I like, do, actually. Server bandwidth wasn't a thing back then, so what they had to do is, like, they streamed Red vs. Blue on their website, mm-hmm. but they only could put up, like, 10 or 11 videos at a time, and it would cycle through it each week. So they'd also have mm-hmm. to pay for it. Exactly. So they mm-hmm. just, yeah. yeah. That's why YouTube was able to help Rooster Teeth, because it offered free, yeah. like, Hosting for their yeah. video that was that was unheard of at the time. Yeah. That's why mm-hmm. YouTube was so revolutionary. Like, what yeah. do you mean you can put up videos for free? Like, yeah, like yeah. space on in- the internet was very like coveted and expensive. Mm-hmm. It's like real estate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but it's amazing to see because like yeah, we see like epic rap battles and rocket jump like you mentioned going off in a different direction. And we see Rooster Teeth kind of like okay, how can we keep the style and the direction of things we have? and kind of like flirting with some more like Hollywood-esque type projects, you know? They've started, you know, they've been doing some movies. Um, They did Rocket, um, no wait, they did Laser Team, that's what they did. They did like like a more traditional comedic uh, movie. Um, They've also, um, obviously they've done shows like Ruby and they've done a ton of anime shows now. They've also done more live action shows. They did Day 5, which is a, um, like a, like a, not like, is it a zombie co- It's it's an You're apocalypse. Yeah, it's an yeah. apocalypse movie, very like Hulu series type style stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also just made a movie called Bloodfest, which is like their first like horror movie, which is pretty cool. So that's cool. coming out soon. I think they showed one of the first screenings of it at RTX. I was not able to go to that unfortunately, but I believe they're dropping the trailer really soon. And then there's going to be a day, which I believe they've announced where it'll be in a bunch of theaters to watch for one day. So if you really want to see Bloodfest, go for it. Um, nice. But yeah, I really appreciate what Rooster Teeth is doing with their style of putting out new shows and yeah. movies out there and kind of like not forgetting their roots while still evolving at the same time, you know? I mean, what? So I'm, I guess I'm not a huge Rooster Teeth fanboy. I'm going to put it this way. I watch the new episodes of Ruby on Crunchyroll. Yeah. <laughs> Let me put it that way. So... Um, what I do appreciate Rooster Teeth doing is that they are experimenting with new IPs. Yes. What does that mean? It means that they are actually taking the money, resources, and time, and let's be honest with you, the courage, to do something that isn't what made them pop in the first place. Uh, such as, you know, it's not like a, Ru- a Ruby uh, spinoff. It's not, you know, Red vs. Green. You know, <laughs> like, like spinoffs of what made them popular. Yeah. And I appreciate that because while 
the main popular IPs are important, um, it is a double-edged sword because eventually it'll probably stagnate. It's mm. something people are like, man, more Red vs. Blue? Yeah. Really? Yeah, because no. like, you could argue that they could have just rode off of like Red vs. Blue Absolutely. for the attorney and just been perfectly happy with that. But then they got Monty and made Ruby and boom. Yeah. It's, yeah. That's kind of related to something I wanted to bring up about Rooster Teeth in general is I feel like, because they're not... I mean, people know who they are, but they're still, like, it's still, I still feel like it's, like, a niche group of people that are, like, Rooster Teeth fans and stuff like that, even though they have, like, their own expo, and they're getting famous actors, it's, like, they're just, I feel like it's because they haven't sold out, like, I feel like, like, does that make sense? I feel like they could be bigger than they are, but they're well, not, because they're relying on well, just, themselves. Well, to be fair, they are owned by a company called Full Screen, okay. that they were bought by a few years back that's allowed them to do all these multi-movies okay. well, like, yeah. and stuff like that. Uh -huh. It's basically giving them more funding. They still uh -huh. have the same creative... They, they, everybody yeah. got really scared when they said, like, what do you mean Rooster Teeth has been bought out? It's like, no, no, no like, they're, they're doing this to offer us more financial support and connections to allow us yeah. to do things like movies much faster than we would have been able to. Yeah, because um, Rooster Teeth is a studio, right? Is that how you would categorize them? Very it's loosely. hard, I know. Rooster Teeth is very unique. Okay, yeah, because they're not like Disney or they're not no. like Fo like anything like that. Because I still feel like they're not like on that level, but I kind of feel no. like it's because. But then they at don't the same time, you see them grabbing people like exactly. Michael B. Jordan and yeah. David Tennant, so it's yeah. it's kind of weird. They're a company. Yeah. yeah. And their convention center, um, like last year, I don't know what the numbers are this year yet, but last year at RTX 2017, numbers were at 68,000 people. Wow. Cool. That's a lot. They you can get another thousand. They need to make like a Rooster Teeth world. This year, yeah. This year, <laughs> you they, know how many people would go though. <laughs> this year, they had the whole Austin Convention Center, and they used a nearby hotel, like all their convention spaces too. So they're oh, cool. two buildings now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Austin Convention Center, by the way, is enormous. It's the same size, I would guess, as PAX. Okay. Yeah. Well, so as far as building wise. Yeah. But yeah, so Genlock is their new thing that they're pushing, and it looks really promising. They seem really excited about it, and now that we actually have something like tangible to grab, I feel much more excited about it than before. So, yeah. Noise. Look out for that trailer coming out soon, or yep. any content that's coming out soon for that. I don't know exactly how they're doing it, but like in the Gen next couple of weeks, you'll start seeing stuff for that. So. One last question. What does Genlock stand for? I don't know. Okay. It's probably some kind of term they use to describe whatever sci-fi fiction they have in there. Yeah. <laughs> sci-fi fiction. The power of the genlock or something. <laughs> Science know. fiction fiction. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. Who would like to go next? Uh, well, let's just do clockwise unless you have a burning... I, I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll go. That's... It's like, do you, can you jump off what Will talked about in a good segue? Uh, can you? Yes. Okay, okay. go All for right. it, man. Right. Here goes Gary. All right, thanks, Gary. So, um, to really offshoot what Will says, kind of alluding it to it, well, he's a giant fanboy, is fanboys. Um, <laughs> or fan, sorry, fan people. William, fan people. does he fanboy? Yeah, yeah. Fan Man. people. So, I want, my topic for this podcast will be uh, fandoms and to an extension, hype culture. Um, so, let, let's just talk about it in order. So, using Will as my guinea pig, um, you went to a convention dedicated to this one company. Yep. Rooster Teeth. That's the equivalent <laughs> of like, like there being like, you know, there probably is a Disney con. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Or in my case, uh, since I played Final Fantasy XIV, there's a whole convention dedicated to one game. Wow. So conventions dedicated to this one specific thing. Instant are... fanboy label. Yeah. Seriously, fanboy label. <laughs> so um, you've been there, and um, from your 
point of view, which is probably biased, but like when you met other wills there. From my point of view, the dark yeah. side is the good. <laughs> not dark side, just like when you're talking to other people who are like equally, if not more, obsessed with this company with you, like how that how that pan out. Well, I will say one thing that was re- unique about this convention and others, because I've been to plenty of anime and comic cons and such. Um, this one, I was able to find, once I identified people that were also going to this convention, there was more so a bonding than normal over like, hey, you see someone in the same like show as you, you know, you get some bonding there. But this one was even more so the case and more of like, it's not just the show, it's the company as a whole. And as soon as you find someone that they're totally into like talking with you about it and everybody's really excited. The mm. community in this was very, very powerful. And that's that's why I love of these cons specific oh, sorry. Um what's one thing of just thing specific cons. Yeah. So um like a Star Trek con, like uh like Wes, what are you super into superheroes you said? Superheroes? Yeah. Star so Wars like, con. Yeah. So oh, there's like that. a DC con. Oh there is, I'm sure there yeah, is. Yeah, or like there is a Star Wars yeah. con though, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I so like that too. So like um I think Vincent went to that. But like if and when you go to that, you will know if you see someone wearing a badge to get in, you know that they are Star Wars fans, so you instantly connect with them, yep. and you instantly have a conversation topic. Mm-hmm. So I love cons like that. Again, double-edged sword, I've seen the darker side of that con, where I had talked about, I think, a couple episodes I was on here, was that that elitism yep. that is very much uh, um, yeah. existent in... I'm going to, again, hate using blanket statements, but like... All fandoms have this elitism. Yeah. Like, like you're not a real Rooster Teeth yeah. fan. That whole like <laughs> quizzing, like if you're a true Rooster Teeth fanboy, you would know Barbara's middle name and birthday. And I'm like, I forgot her name was Barbara. Yeah, so I guess so, yeah. <laughs> I didn't. Um, shout out to Yang's voice actor. Yeah, but like that elitism that is the dark side of fandoms, where especially when fandoms that are huge, such as RTX, such as the Ruby fans, such as the Star, especially the Star Wars fandom. Wow, that toxicity. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. it's bad. It, it's it really gets bad. really bad. And yeah. um, I want to talk about how, um, why, or how to deal with toxicity like that. And I want to... down knows the way. Yeah. <laughs> and I want... Nice. <laughs> and I, I want to, not to up or downplay it, but I want to say that this, in any fandom, that toxicity is present, but is I feel is, at least I hope, is very much the vocal minority. Mm. Mm. Um, that the I don't know if you guys have read about that, but the peop the the actor in the new Star Wars who played like the love interest of Finn, yeah, she got straight out. up like straight up was bullied she off of Twitter, her. yeah, yeah, in her Instagram, yeah, it's awful, and yeah. and that's how it happened with the original, uh, the best uh, prequel, the uh, episodes one, two, and three with Jar Jar Binks. The actor who played Jar Jar Binks straight yeah. up got harassed, so he had to get like a full on like blackout on the internet, and. Guys, this is Jar 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 Binks doesn't exist. He's a fictional alien. However, yeah. the actor that and plays you, like nearly yeah. drove a guy. Yeah, that's a that's a normal dude that you basically. I'm not saying ruin his life, but like made it pretty dark. Yeah, yeah. And but yeah, this I, I feel bad. I don't know her name, but like the actor that plays that Finn's love interest there. Mm. Um, that poor that poor woman like just straight up. Harassed. All she did was play a fictional character. Yeah, yeah. she yeah. did that's what she job. was paid it to wasn't, do. Yeah. It wasn't even her like creative decision for the character. Yeah. Like, those and should be the people that you're mad at more than anything. T- to yeah. be honest, I liked her character, especially towards the beginning. Yeah. You know, like, say what you want about where that relationship ended up, but I thought she I thought she was, I thought it was a cute character. You know what I mean? But yeah. like, what, no matter what, she, she could be... Even like, if you didn't like her. Yeah, she yeah. could be a tree in the foreground. I don't yeah. care. But you don't bully a person <laughs> yeah. doing his job. That's mm-hmm. equivalent 
of me, you know, making fun of the janitor because like, oh wow, you're wow. you're doing your job. You're a monster. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Only monsters clean the halls. Yeah, it's but, like blaming as as someone who's worked in retail and anybody else. Yes. Really yeah, don't like, shoot so, the messenger. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. that's like blaming the cashier for the prices. Like, yeah, we don't make. I them. know. It's so, I was talking to someone. I was talking about someone talking to someone about that the other day. We were in a store. And we were asking someone where something was, and they couldn't tell us exactly where it was. And I was like, "Hey, that's all right. We'll just go in that direction. We'll, find, you know, we'll, we'll make our way." Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, "I'm like, yeah, you just, it really helps to work in retail, like be involved with something, so you can like see it, like from their perspective." Yeah, like putting yourself in another person's shoes is yeah. unfortunately a skill that this toxic fandom just, it I just does have not. It. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's, it's such an, it's so asinine. But like, it, it absolutely, like if you say it like that, people, listeners, are probably like, "Oh, well, yeah, I would never do that." But like. People that exist, mm-hmm. they're in every, obviously in every fandom. Like this happens, and, and let's let's sorry, let's be fair. Like we're unfair to people in some area. We all are. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm trash straight. <laughs> I, I I am a monster. But, but we just see a lot of tag team culture when it comes to things like these scenarios. Yeah, but like that that toxicity in fans. Like I did, I talked about something, but like we as a group of geeks are labeled are given this label, which back then didn't mean cool back then it was actually a derogative thing to be a geek means you are less yeah. on the social ladder as possible so like while that isn't in existence today as much it's still something that is our label and like we as a for a lack of a better term a community is geek community need to not be infighting we need to be coming together and saying hey you're a geek i'm a geek let's just mm-hmm. geek out we're and, all geeks yeah and but the fact that this is almost cannibalism of this this testing yeah. this like Oh, you're not a true fan, or the, the whole like no true Scotsman um, thing, like that needs to stop, guys. And the best solution yeah. I found to this, and this is air quotes by the way for those listeners, um, the best solution is really got to do our own checks and balances. So you see someone doing that, call it out. Like, yeah. dude, that's not cool. Like this poor fan um, loves the same thing you do. Why are you being a jerk to them? Yeah, yeah. and this is something that's important even in like in my in like in my area of, of expertise, like where my passions are with like, um, Stop like, well, I'm even like going beyond that. Like just in like, in what I, what I do for school and stuff like that. Like when you, when you disagree with somebody, you never like attack that person. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a fallacy. Yeah. Exactly. So even if like you do like you guys, okay. I, I like something William hates it. Like William is not gonna like attack I'm a huge me. Fan of Superman. Exactly. He's not gonna tell me that I'm a horrible person because I love Superman. He's gonna attack Superman, <laughs> which is like, this is sad for me too. But like, you attack ideas, and there's nothing wrong with attacking ideas. So, yeah. yeah. I it, it's it really crosses a line when there's a person behind said like attacking, yeah. like in this case with Star Wars. You know, mm-hmm. like it's like straight up horrible. And this yeah. is far from the first time we've seen this. This is the most recent example, you know, that we can see. Yeah. Um, and, and that's on the Star Wars side. Like, I, I'm the anime guy in this podcast, so mm-hmm. I'll give more anime-centric examples. So I go to lots of anime cons, and uh, the hot thing nowadays is macadamia, or for you not cool kids, My Hero Academia. I'm a macadamia fan yeah, now. Definitely macadamia. Oh, you are? Great. You start watching it? Sidebar. We'll talk about it later. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah, like, macadamia is such a huge... It's the new thing nowadays uh and unfortunately especially in the cosplay photo shoots i've i've been to and even as general fans there are people who straight up are are, are like like sort of like 
testing these other Macadamia fans on their knowledge of this thing. Mm. As an anime-only watcher of Macadamia, um, there are these people who absolutely hate me. We're like, wow, how dare you not read the source yeah. that is the manga? When yeah. you've got yeah. stuff that has a, uh, a different source material and you're going off of new, more yeah. relevant version, like that's <laughs> well, a really call. I would say more relevant, but like, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I say relevant yeah. usely, yeah, like yeah, as yeah. the more recent like addition yeah, to yeah, yeah, say, yeah. 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 Um, and that's like just that's probably the classic way to start this kind of thing, where it's like, well, you're not a true fan if you didn't read the, the source original material, yeah, source exactly, material. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, oh, but you could see that's so, like the thing is that there's never an end to that. You could always keep going down and down and down, and you're not a real fan. Yeah, of it's a this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm constantly doing that with comic books, to be honest. Oh, see, dude, not, but not in a bad like. Like, I'm not like attacking people over it though. It's just, it's just a matter of fact that when someone creates a character, like there are certain things that make that character who that character is, and like you probably shouldn't change those. Hmm. You know what I mean? I think that translates for everything. But, but you shouldn't be attacking people's love of something because yeah, they don't. Uh, yes, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Yes, I agree with that. Like, mm. my my knowledge of the history of Black Panther shouldn't, exactly. yeah. shouldn't like, devalue my love for Black mm -hmm. Panther. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, again, that, the whole, like, manga versus anime thing, uh, that really, really grinds my gears. And it's, <laughs> it's such a shame because, like, mm -hmm. I, I don't like reading a lot of manga sorry um but i prefer watching anime and if that's my only extent of this topic is the anime egg on my face you pretty know? sure yeah, we've yeah. seen that with like lord of the rings and Harry oh Potter. yeah lord of the rings yeah. got a very like they have a very dedicated fan base yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah this is what you do when you think someone isn't as much a fan as you you make friends with them and you teach them your ways <laughs> Seriously, like you, you, you can explain to them. Look at this whole new world that's out there. But you yeah. don't like you don't like, freaking pound them in the ground and say, "Well, you're dumb for not no, doing this." It should be exciting. Like you don't know about this, or like yeah. you know about this, but you don't know this about it. Right. Like, let me tell you. Like, I'm so really excited instance, about it. The reason why you don't read manga most of the time is. Oh, there was I don't. Uh, well, I only have this only twenty four hours in a day, and I spend <laughs> half of it sleeping. You only have working, so I don't exactly. have exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not even trashing the like reading. Nope. You're just like, yo, I don't got time for that. Yeah. The anime yeah. itself makes it a little bit more easier. For so me it's to easier to consume. Yeah. yeah, and that's and I know for a lot of people that's just the case. You know, sometimes watching something is a little bit easier than mm -hmm. uh, freaking reading a book. Because reading a yeah. book will take a lot longer than watching a movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. So for most of us, we just don't simply have the time and you're you're trashing people who are not even trashing what you have to say they're just saying that i haven't gotten around to it mm -hmm. but that shouldn't devalue them as a fan you know like there there should be absolutely to be absolutely just not. and like i said aforementioned like embrace your fellow geeks guys yeah this 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 in in fighting cannibalism should not and cannot happen we are a very special bunch we are a community of loving people I would argue, and I'm being very biased, but, like, the geek community is probably the best group of people, like, in the world. It's pretty um, rad. Yeah. And there is no need to be infighting. Um, and to by transition to my next extension, hype culture. So, <laughs> is there any, any other last words before I move on no, to that? No, I think we covered it pretty well. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. cool. So, hype culture. Um, let's, let's give, let me tell you guys what my definition of hype culture is. Hype culture, at its, I guess, core, or its intent is to generate some kind of excitement for whatever is going to be released soon. Mm -hmm. And then when it finally does release, that that wave of ecstasy, like, yes, this, this is what I've been waiting for. I finally have that, like, relief. 
But there is that darker side of it that would, and I, I will name examples, and I want you guys to give examples as well, where this hype culture is so, for lack of a better term, so cancerous and awful, where it actually straight up ruins the series. Um, so, the, an example of that, again, as the anime guy, I'll give an example. Um, Attack on Titan Season 1, when it first came out, mm-hmm. like that was like the best thing since sliced bread on the anime world. Yeah, like everyone and and everyone. It, it brought, was like it was like the macadamia of the time. It brought yeah. in a whole new wave of fans, yeah. like for anime in general. So yeah. it did a lot for the industry. And that like there was merchandise immediately. It was it became the mainstream anime. And after that, yes, yeah, suppose between season one and season two was such a huge gap. Yeah. And whether it's the fact that there was some kind of politics or they caught up to the source material too fast, whatever your reasoning, um, that period of time was long so if you had to graph it time over hype um it was like a hill reaching to its very much zenith let's say it's around i don't know 2010 ish mm-hmm. then it plummeted because it took too long at this point where the hype was too much where people just did not care anymore let me mm-hmm. put it in perspective the main co- um animation studio that made attack on titan made another anime in that window of time between season one and two attack on titan called um, Cabinary of the Iron Fortress. Huge fan of that. Please watch it. <laughs> yeah, it's zombies on trains. It's amazing. Whoa. Zombies on trains. Yes. That's all you need to know. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, it, the composer for the music is one of my favorite composers. Anyway, um, they, they made a whole, like, like 12 episode anime series in the gap between seasons one and two of this anime. That's how long this hiatus was. That's crazy. I have a similar story when you're done yes, with this. Yes, I want examples <laughs> to each of you. So this gap was so long and the hype reached its boiling point, exploded, and then shattered to a million pieces, where the expectations of this second season was so high that no matter what they did, they could have made it 40. They could have made a, a, a Titan come out of the TV and punch you in the face, but fans would still be disappointed. Yeah. That's how high that hype was. And guess was. what? Season 2 sucks. See, that's the thing. I started <laughs> watching, like, season 3 came out. Uh-huh. I thought season 2 was so bad that they didn't ever make a season 3, but egg on my face making season 3, so the crap, now I gotta watch season 2. I'm watching it. Man, it's... Not as good. Yeah. <laughs> it's, to put it lightly, yeah. Yeah. not yeah. as good. And it's yeah. hard because the thing is, is that when you, with that hill, like euphemism that you've mentioned. I don't know if it's a euphemism, but metaphor. Yeah. Metaphor, thank you. Um, <laughs> if, you're, if, if you've got, if you got two lines, you've got your height meter and you got your expectations on your way up that hill, those two lines match. Yeah. The thing is that once you get to that plateau, your hype drops, but your expectations maintain the same on that plateau. Yeah, you're, you're done. You're so done. yeah, you're done. Now yeah. you've lost out of the people being excited for it, but they still have the expectations, which is the side you don't want. You know. Similar story. Uh, so before we continue, is okay. your example about a video game? Yes. Is it one thing I've probably continue? Yeah. Kingdom Hearts. Oh, <laughs> not my example, but continue. Okay, yeah. not your example. Yeah. 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 It has been so freaking long since Kingdom Hearts two. And we're finally getting Kingdom Hearts 3, what, like, end of this year, I think? There's no way. What, you don't There's... like Kingdom Hearts 2.8.3.5? I haven't played them. Point, Star Devil May Cry? Yeah. You don't like that? Like, you know, no. Yeah. Like, I love Kingdom Hearts. It's a cherished part of my, like, childhood teenagerdom slash stuff. There is no way in heaven and earth that it is going to be as good as anybody wants it to be. There's no way. The expectation... Yeah, the hype is definitely yeah. on the downswing. It's not bottom. It mm-hmm. is... If you picture the hill, 
They're halfway down that hill right now. Yeah. That's where they are. But that expectation is, without it's a so doubt, cool. still where like, it was before. It's still going up because they released trailers for it. It's that expectation is going to get higher and like, higher. Like I'm not saying it's going to be a bad game. I actually think it's going to be a good game. But like no one's going to see it that way. I just guarantee it. Like it's just people have so many ideas in their head now about what it's supposed, like what it, they think it's supposed to be. It's just think, not possible. And I think that's what you're going with is about how hype can ruin a game yes. unnecessarily. Yeah. And I like your example. That's really good because mm-hmm. the gap between two and three is still going on. It's yeah, um, it's like ten plus years now. But my example is actually existence and in concrete. I was going to talk about Duke Nukem. That's yep. a good one. Yeah. Yep. So Duke That's probably one of the most classic yeah. examples. In when they game. tried to reboot it, trash. Yeah. It. So for those who yeah. don't know, Duke Nukem is like the Doom esque like shooter or like the. That's where the like uh, Johnny I'm, Bravo meets Doom yeah, guy. Like, <laughs> the, the phrase "I'm here to kick ass and chew bubblegum" and I'm out of bubblegum. That's where that came from. Yeah. Um, when they said they were gonna reboot that, oh my god, the world exploded. It did. The hype was so high, and guess what? They took so long. They they did everything wrong, or they did everything right. It doesn't matter. The hype was so large at that point, where when they when the game released, it bombed because people mm. had this expectations on this game that. I guess at the time they just either didn't have resources to do or just didn't do or whatever. But yeah. I I very much put the blame half on the the people who made the game say, and the it, half on the fans. Yeah, because it also yeah. just wasn't really that great a game either. Because yeah. like it's like guys, get excited for things, but don't get so excited where you're gonna straight up whatever they release if they don't poop gold plated gold. You, you know, you're gonna, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. trying to think. What's of, your example? Will? Yes, I was sorry. trying to think of uh, an example to pair with this of something. That, Is there a movie, perhaps? That's what I was thinking. It's okay. like, what, what, I'm trying to think of like a sequel to a movie that was actually really good, but people were past the hype meter where they just didn't care about it or they just didn't think it was that good simply because um, simply because it's just been too long. But it you was know, a good movie. Some people struggled with that with The Last Jedi, I think. Was that episode... Expectations. S- Episode eight, eight. Okay, right, yeah, yeah, expectations. Yeah. But I don't not think quite what we're what we're here. Yeah, because I don't think that's a failure of hype. You know, no, that's it's expectations that they kind of. I inserted. think. What? Hmm. I feel like what's kind of sad is that Incredibles two, actually, did the impossible, or did the incredible. It was incredible. Yeah. yeah, they met. Ooh. They met <laughs> expectations, but because the hype chain has been down on it it's not being like praised and talked about a ton. So people actually went and saw it. I'm pretty sure it did great in the box office still. Yeah, it's still but it like, records. But then that was that. Like, Incredible Suit was only what? Like, a month ago? Yeah. Something like that, yeah. And we haven't heard anything about it in weeks. Yeah. Like, it literally, it was the weekend after and how the numbers were doing. And that's the last we ever heard of Incredibles 2. Like, that doesn't match up for the amount of time and hype we've been putting into this movie. Like, if like if that should have followed with the trend that was going, we should we should be hearing about Incredibles two for like the next two years. That's the thing. Um, go go off what you said about um, Kingdom Hearts. Um, if you continue the graph I was talking about, where it skyrockets, I think it will eventually hit the zero hype bar, and after a while, it'll circle back on itself, given enough time. So right now I'm at the Kingdom Hearts phase where. It's been so long, I just don't care anymore. That's me. Yeah. That's me. I don't yeah. care anymore. Now yeah. you start to drop the expectations. Yeah. Yeah. It's too late for me. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm such... I'm so old and bitter that now I'm at the age where I just don't care Which anymore. is actually the yeah. reason why I think if I play it, I'll enjoy it. 
because like you said yeah my expect i'm just so like it's so too late for me to like i've been waiting so long which is probably, I'll probably like it. it could be a shallow victory I, exactly like man you Congrats. won me over but yeah. damn you hurt me so much it like, takes a lot of waiting. effort to get that expectation oh. meter down yeah but hey like it'll eventually start off but, uh, the hype meter is fast and fleeting and very much nobody ever hits the window quite perfectly where you hit like where you just hit that sweet spot and everything like mm-hmm. it's great i think the closest example that we have recent times was infinity war like the that hype. smashed yeah. expectations yeah, yeah. The, and the it, hype was except, just right for it. I'm not like I when the I'll say it like I've said it before, but like the ending to Infinity War, I literally was like, huh? What like when it, I was like, nah, I don't buy it. Yeah. So like, but the it, overall, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that ruined all Marvel movies. But hey, speaking of timing <laughs> and resurrecting old franchises, yee, yee, Wes, yee. do you want to continue with your topic? Yes. So, um, spoiler alert, right out there. Even though I think this is like one of the worst kept secrets all year, um, Teen Titans Go had a movie recently. It's right? called Teen Titans Go to the Movies. Yes. What did you think about Teen Titans Go to the Movies? So, as a hardcore Teen Titans fan of the OG Teen Titans, not the chibi stuff, I love that movie. Mm-hmm. Like, if you are a legitimate Teen Titans fan, if you go to this movie, go into it like not with high expectations. Like, not that. Yeah, toxic hype culture. Just going to have fun. But going in to have fun because, man, it is amazing. And for those of you who watched Teen Titans Go and the original Teen Titans, I, as a fan, think that it is not fair to compare the two. Yeah. Yes, they share that Teen Titans IP, but they're two different, completely different shows. I think people are... I think, honestly, though, I think people are have a reason to be angry about Go. Yes. Replaced. If their reason for being angry is, for again, hyping up, saying, hey, we're releasing a new Teen Titans... They are alluding to the release of a season six, yeah. but they then turn around and slap you in the butt mm-hmm. and say, ha, here's a child cartoon instead. However. that If you're angry about that, that's fine. They have since repented of that, my friends. And at the end of Teen Titans Go to the Movies. There's a shawarma scene. Yes. Yep. Is it really? It's, not, it's an after credits okay. clip. Anyway, like the screen turns back on and there's the original Teen Titans and they're back hopefully like it's it's not official yet but like the, they come back on the original teen titans and what they're like so the official uh, verbatim wording that robin used was uh, i think we found a way back yeah so like they are like putting on the shade hard like they're bringing back the original teen titans and i am so stoked and for those actually made a facebook status about this but for those who who actually want a season six of teen titans not go Please go see Teen Titans go to the movies. Give them your money. Because exactly because the voice actor of Raven, Tara Strong, says that if it does well, they'll do it. Yeah, that's a tweet. The tweet she made. I don't know if you link it, but she made a tweet saying if it does well, they'll do it. So yeah. So, so please, please give them your money. I'm gonna go see it now. Yeah. Because of that. <laughs> so and please go see it. Not gonna lie. See Teen if, Titans go to the movies. Maybe want to watch Teen Titans go. Okay. So it's, it's actually enjoyable. So like, take that for what it is. Go now, see it. Go have fun. Would you say it's comparable to like Lego Batman? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's what I was actually. That's what I was thinking. Like, for, for those of you like Adventure Time, it's right up your alley. Yeah. 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 Seriously. Okay. And I was with my best, one of my best friends, watching this. But it was literally just him and I in that theater. Mm-hmm. And then when that movie came on, since him and I were the only ones there, we were seeing the high, high puffy Amiyumi Teen Titans opening full blast because yeah. we were that hyped for this movie. Yeah. Because we're the only ones there. Uh, but <laughs> please watch this movie. And the reason why 
people dislike Teen Titans Go is because it's a 30-minute show where they cram it as much with, like, slapstick, poop jokes as much as possible. Yeah. What I love about Teen Titans Go mm. to the movies is that it's a movie. It's about an hour and a half of, yes, that those poop jokes, but they cut that fat with, like, actual serious, like, scenes. Really? Yeah, like, um, spoilers, I guess, Slade is the main antagonist yeah, yeah. in this movie. A voice by Will Arnett. He did a fantastic job, by the way. Will Arnett voices Lego Batman in yep. Lego Batman, like in the Lego movie. So that's a little connection there. But, um, yeah, like, Slade, or, uh, Slade was the antagonist, and there are very serious parts about that. Like, I think mm-hmm. I cried at one part. Not from laughter, but from, like, actual genuine emotion, which is rare for me. That's that's really cool about, like, the, 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 how important Slade was, because I'll be honest, in the, origin, in the original Teen Titans show... I was so blown away by how, like, actually intimidating Slade was. They fleshed like, it out really well. Really well. Like, yeah. it was scary. Like, it was dark when he, whenever he was there. And, like, the whole story arc of Robin becoming, like, Red X, yes. where he's, like, a double agent. Like, yeah. it's, it's like, that was a fun real arc. stuff. Yeah. Like, it's deep, and people get hurt. Like, it's good stuff. Yeah. Like, it's, like, I think they have that same kind of thing going right now with, um with uh, Young Justice mm. where they've got a similar tone that wor- that works and that's coming back by the way this is weird how many Titans things we got going on right now I know because last episode we talked was it last episode? Yep. yeah we talked about uh, a little bit about the new Titans show and I'm it's like Titans show? yeah yeah you haven't heard about that? yeah so I'll just do a little recap about that so you know about DC launching their own platform? Like, yes. Their, oh, yeah, the streaming yeah, platform. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they're having a they're having a show called Titans on its live action. All the, all they're it's they're all it, a little older. Was it that meme about how people are like hate F Batman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh, oh, that was a TV show. That was a TV movie. No, oh. that's a TV show. Yeah. I then I get what yeah. you mean. Yeah. So they're bringing that back. I'm a hardcore DC fanboy, so I kind of feel obligated at this point to watch it, but I'm not really sure about it. Um, they're probably also showing what they tease at Teen Titans Go to the movies. Is in the yeah. beginning they showed like a five minute clip of um basically the dc but like the female so like uh some bumblebee batgirl diana it was very much like adventure time animation of them i don't know if you guys saw screenshots of that no i haven't but But they have like batman and superman in the movie too right and like the team like the justice Justice league League is in teen titans in the movies which is that's fantastic um again spoilers but for those of you who wanted to see nick cage as superman he is now Superman. Yeah, he does the voice for Superman. He is the voice of Superman. That's awesome. Gosh, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, because um, there was like a long running history of like the Superman movie that wasn't, like that almost was, where Nick Cage, yeah. it was going to actually be, that was going to be the Superman that was contempor- like a contemporary to um, Michael Keaton's Batman. They were going to be like in the same universe. There are pictures of Nicolas Cage in there Superman. There are. Go find them. It's a legitimate. It's, it's But scary. it never happened. Yeah. <laughs> I still want to have, but hey, yeah. we're halfway there. He's now mm. a voice actor for Superman. Um, yeah. For you Michael Bolton fans, Michael Bolton sings a song in Teen Titans Go! <laughs> the movies. So, wow. please, please, I cannot stress enough, watch the movie. It's really good. Well, have you seen it? Nope. Should go see it. Yeah. But, yes, to go along with your point. I was just kind of like, I thought maybe this could be like a time of like reminiscing of about Teen Titans, William. I don't know. Have, like, have you... I've watched an episode here and there. Here and there, I, okay. But the thing is, is that to really appreciate that show, you really need to be watching all the episodes. You so really do. My, it's my own fault. And okay. one day I will t- definitely take the time it's, to like maybe when Titans comes back, uh-huh. um, I will take the time to watch all the old series. Good because this is like on the same level of like the Last Airbender of like need, oh, yeah. of like need to watch. Honestly, Absolutely. in my opinion, it's good. But I would argue that you actually don't need to watch it sequentially. The only ones that you need to watch sequentially are the ones that label Part One and Part Two. Yeah, that's true because it's the same. It's the same really as most um, animated 90s, DC stuff. Yeah, shows because you have to realize exactly. when th- this is a very like. 
if you watch it, it's a, at a 4.3 aspect. It is not widescreen. Mm, it is wow, it's that old square yeah. screen. Yeah, it is that old. Yeah. It's that old. So during that era, streaming wasn't a thing. You watch it on Cartoon Network whenever you could. Mm -hmm. So they purposely made it so it's not sequential. Let's label part one and two. Yeah. So you do not need to watch it in order. You yeah. can you, you can well, take the DVDs, hit the shuttle button, and watch any episode you want. But I do think in later seasons, don't they have longer arcs, though? Than the, more than just part later one seasons, there are things that are like like maybe recurring characters. But yeah. like in terms of the overall like story of it, you really don't. Like... I wouldn't recommend watch someone watching season uh, four, episode two of Game of Thrones throughout the bat. Yeah, because that's you're not gonna know what's going on. Yeah, but Teen Titans, you even the opening shows you the four main Titans kicking bad guys' butt, four? having a great time. Four, sorry, um, yeah, four Titans. Yeah, and there five. I mean, there are other Robin, other, yeah. Beast Boy, Cyborg, Starfire. Raven. There are five. Five. Okay, so oh, five. five. Yeah. Yeah, you guys said four so many times. So it's like, sorry, did I say four? Both of you. My bad. Five. So we were so hyped. We were so hyped. <laughs> yeah. Narcos were hype. Excited for the potential reoccurring of yes. Teen Titans, which I'm gonna be. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna keep realistic expectations. I am. I don't want to ruin it for yes, myself. Yes, I am very much hopeful because yeah. of that streaming platform, and they're mm -hmm. hinting at all these yeah, things. Yeah, because they could bring back Teen Titans that way. That'd and cool. I really think they're bringing season six, and this is just generating that again hype for yeah. season six. But if you really want to make a fresh sure thing, please go see the movie. Give them. Yeah. Your, give them your money. Yeah. I was actually, like I say, worst kept one of the worst kept secrets of the year because the movie hadn't even been out for like a full day yet, and I was like scrolling on Instagram and someone had posted that end credit scene. Like, I probably saw it. It was a person blocking half that screen. Yeah, yeah kind of. Yeah, and yeah. I, was, I saw Super it. Super illegal, like, by the way. Don't do yeah, that. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I was just, I was blown away. I was like, people are so excited about this. It's making it everywhere. Yeah. And so show like excitement is great but it's not money <laughs> it's not, not going to make it happen unfortunately yeah yep. so yeah again not i'm not we're, not we're not saying don't be excited for things yeah just like be excited but well within reason yeah yeah we've already talked about how hip culture ruins stuff yeah. so just like don't be that guy yeah or girl i've had so many better movie experiences by not hyping myself yeah. up on stuff and having more realistic expectations solo um, solo was a recent example for me absolutely oh, did you like, did you like music? i really liked it same i had low expectations for it and i walked out i loved it like i really liked it a lot same and that being said rouge one's still my favorite side story but yeah solo was good mm -hmm. yeah. yeah yeah um but yeah uh to go will says uh i i personally don't get into that because of that reason mm -hmm. uh, and for spoilers I don't watch movie trailers I don't go to any subreddit or like Instagram or whatever news story regarding about that yeah. I very much on purpose avoid those topics because mostly for spoilers but mostly to get away from that hype culture it, yeah, yeah it definitely helps you tone that hype down and it's definitely I'm definitely noticing more and more friends just avoiding trailers altogether yeah and yeah. by an extension this is my own fault but I'm a very impressionable person um, it's hard to differenti differentiate what's my original thought and what I've read somewhere. Um, mm -hmm. So once you've got an opinion, it's hard to break free from that. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of the same. Yeah, so that's completely my fault. That's a personal thing. If you were able to resist that temptation to really develop your own <laughs> opinions on something, regardless of what external factors may affect you, I applaud you, and I wish I had that skill. Yeah. <sighs> Favorite Titan? Uh, from the limited you watch so far. Yeah, from yeah. the limited you watch so far. Yeah. Honestly... Raven. Raven? Yeah, Raven's good. Yeah, I've always, like, I don't want to be, like, that guy who's like, Robin! But, like, honestly, Robin, but also probably S Starfire. Just, I love how, like, just, like, by the way, aloof was the wrong word. 
I said aloof so many times about Starfire in our last episode. Oh, really? So, clarify. Aloof is not the word I meant about Starfire. Yeah, Starfire's not aloof. No. (laughs) Aloof means, like, broody, apparently. So, no. Starfire is, like, she's so out of touch. Like, (laughs) with what's going on around her. It's hilarious. What? She's Drax. She's basically a Drax. Yeah, she's Drax before Drax was Drax. Yeah. She's, yeah. she's very much culturally... Um, no, she's just DC Drax. That's yeah. all. She's DC yeah. Drax. Yeah. yeah. Which is actually a great... Like, that's not really how she is in the comics, but it totally works for her. Like, like that That really works. Like, I like... I mean, I might disagree with Kyle on this, but I, I like that they went away from, like, the sexualized Starfire, and they, like, made her funny. Oh, did they? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know the source. Oh, you don't? Yet. Okay, I, I know. Dude, idea. she's yeah. like barely clothed in the comics all the time. I guess you gotta read the comics now. <laughs> you got me. Oh yeah, but she is totally like she's totally like a stereotypical like babe hero in the comics. Whenever but I, all I can think of is like, whenever I hear that, all I think of is um Daphne from Scooby Doo. Yeah, that's always the first example I think of when like the original example of that did see like oh i'm just a hot chick here the damsel she, in distress. she even yeah, has yeah. purple clothes and orange hair Oof. wow Oof. <laughs> yeah oh, starfire, yes. there's, yeah there's that yeah. connection well, made for yeah. y'all. but no like starfire as comedic relief is genius like I mean, let's awesome. be fair all the titans are comedic relief they, they really are yeah. but like yeah. i just i love her brand of it like it's great and you can't like beast boy and cyborg together it's just it's, it's the bromance that i wish to achieve exactly yeah. that's like one of your that is one of your ideal bromances yeah for sure in in fiction definitely up there with like sherlock and watson yeah yeah yeah, yeah. definitely but um my favorite titan i i'm with raven um yeah. i just i love well from a thematic standpoint i think it's awesome uh, there was an episode where starfire and raven switch body swapped uh, shout out to your name, but they body swapped, <laughs> and um, they had to basically live in each, literally live in each other's shoes, and uh, control their powers. Raven's powers are, and this is verbatim, are controlled by constant meditation and it can, it can control of your emotions. Exact opposite of what Starfire does is it's all emotions, yep. and they were so out of their element that, and then they just developed the sisterhood where they just, they just did that. And I love that aspect of Raven, yeah. where like I remember seeing that. Elsa yeah. really good. Yeah, episode. Raven is is super stoic, yeah. like, and she has to be because I feel like the way like the way I would describe her powers is I feel like if she wasn't careful, she would just like explode dark energy all the time. Absolutely, and yeah. She is very much is a t- she is very much a ticking time bomb, and only yeah. through much study and concentration and emotional control can she very much suppress this ticking time bomb. Reminds me yeah. of. Um, um, Jean from X-Men. Jean Grey, absolutely. Yep, Dark Phoenix. Very similar. Uh, that's not my expertise, that's all you, man, so yeah. Yeah, no, that that's very similar. Okay. Um, where she's just so powerful that it goes, it easily goes wrong. Yeah. Um, only it's kind of like opposite because Jean Grey is like inherently a good character where gotcha. Raven is like, she has to like try hard to be because she's... Her dad is the devil, <laughs> like literally Trigon. Um, so like, yeah, she's constantly fighting on a daily basis to be like. I mean, let's. Guy. I mean, we're we're up playing my wife who raving here, but let's be honest, she's just the golf girl of daddy issues. Pretty much. That's all it is. She really is. Yeah. I also yeah. really ship Raven with Beast Boy. Raven and Beast Boy. Yeah, I ship it too. Yeah. 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 It's a really and Cyborg girl. is just a lone bro. He's, I don't know, Aww. maybe Terra. I don't know. I like Terra. You remember Terra? Terra. Terra was yeah, cool. Yeah. Terra's cool. But. Yeah, no, Raven, very, very much my favorite Titan. Yeah. Would you say it was Robin? 
Robin, and if not Robin, Starfire. Starfire, yeah. yeah. The Starfire's great, too. Because, again, yeah. I love, like, it's such a simple speech impediment that she has. Not impediment, but, like, the way she talks. Yeah. It's so charming. So out of order. But, like, it, it's, it's, like, it's that one character trait that maybe love, like, the way she talks. I, I love how out of touch she is, and it's, it's yeah. cool. Yeah. I think what's so great about, like, just Teen Titans in general was how great of a show it was for, like, the teen demographics specifically and yeah. I was so few shows got that just right that was on Toonami a lot right was it or was it not quite it was Cartoon that? Network it was just Cartoon Network because okay. the thing about teens is that teens like will either choose to have something that's age appropriate or they're more often than not trying to push something that's more out of their age caliber mm-hmm. you know and there's not a lot of good teen programming that appeals to them in the way where they feel like it's cool and hip Oh, and Teen Titans okay. always they was nailed that. It. They nailed yeah. it. Yeah, they got that ad- that that attractiveness that of being mi- that, edgy. Yeah, that mixture of being like not too edgy, where it's cringe, but also having that humor just be, to be targeted for the young adult. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They nailed it. Yeah, and not many shows have done that since. Yeah. I want to squeeze in one more comeback story real quick. Yeah, um, because it's kind of similar. Because I was thinking, there's actually this whole group of like really good shows where they start out more targeted towards like kids and they end up becoming like really deep and dark and involved and the clone wars is another one of those shows that's just yeah. like that i and need to watch that because they you do they announced that they're it's coming back yeah yeah so. clone wars is coming back yep. disney was like how do we calm the star wars fanboys and they picked the perfect way everybody loves clone wars and then with the shawarma scene of solo yeah who knows i it's a good time yep. yeah that really hurts me too because solo was actually good and yet it, like, because of people's backlash they, and because they're horrible fans, well, they it built ruined, up a lot to it. it I doubt the, they'll throw it all out. I think they're just uh, taking a breather. Which, honestly, if this means that we're only going to get a Star Wars movie every other year, I'd be perfectly yeah, happy with that. Yeah, but, like, I so bet, like, do you guys realize, like, to those, like, I still love you, okay? But, like, to those of you that didn't like Solo, do you realize that, like, it's going to be harder for us to, to get an Obi-Wan movie. And, like, that's one of the ones everybody wants. That's oh, the one we all you, Are you saying Christopher Robin, Wayne the Pooh is not? It's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's I know, not right? Obi-Wan, the man. <laughs> that was, I was really hoping for him to say, you know, use the Hello honey. there. Hello there. If he doesn't say hello there, I'm going to watch the movie. Looking for that two words. Dude. He better say it. I'm actually excited about the Christopher, Christopher Robin, Robin movie. I really am. I really am. I have a soft spot for Winnie the Pooh. I have sauce up for Ewan McGregor. <laughs> I do too. Ewan McGregor is one of my favorite actors. <laughs> in movies. I love you. Well, he's one of he's one of those guys like David Tennant where he just like he just does movies he likes. You know what I mean? Actually, so he's got a very clean Big record Fish. because of it. Big Fish is one of is one of my favorite movies ever. That's if you watch the recent Stephen Colbert uh, interview, he purposely hasn't been in a lot of movies because he's wanted to break. Yeah, he wanted to spend time with his kids that's, and yeah. his dog. He's wanted yeah. to break, so that's the reason why he hasn't been in much movies is because it's very much yeah. on purpose. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not because he couldn't find work. Yeah. Oh yeah, though that's never. Like, he's yeah. doing very well yeah, for himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you really need to watch Clone Wars. Yep. Um, I know you have a lot in your plate, so but there's a lot of good stuff to watch right now. Just just put it on the list somewhere. I better not get too hyped for it. I know because <laughs> it's good and it's it's you have to be patient with it because it's one of those shows that starts off kind of just like mindless. You just watch it like oh this is fun Where's, and then it like what show we talking about Clone Wars. Oh yeah. So it's, I've seen like the first three seasons okay. of Clone Wars. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, it starts off slow, where it's like not every episode is tied I will together. Argue that first episode is still one of the best episodes. Though. Yeah, yeah. I mean that could be the same thing with After the Last Airbender. Yep. Very much. Too. Like when I watched it, I was like 13, 14, mm-hmm. and at the end of it, it got real. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. And Clone Wars gets there, and the the cool thing about the Clone Wars, it is it's actually leading up to like Episode Three. 
Like you can, you slowly see the characters change, the way they yeah, look, and stuff it like really, that. It really was really good. And Ahsoka Tano is one of the like triumphs, like where everybody hated her at first, and now everybody loves her. Like yeah. really, like she's a beloved character now, yeah, and she went absolutely. from that to being hated. Shout outs to my uh, Zero to Hero panel. Yeah, uh, cause exactly. Because like, the classic underdog story. Yep. Huge fan of underdog stories. Yep, she's there. That. She's a Zero to Hero. Yeah. Definitely. And that's all we got for you today. It's a good. I feel like very like, concisive like kind of almost one streamlined conversation. Yeah, yeah. that was did good. not plan that at all as much as we would like to brag yeah. about the fact that we did. That's what happens when you get me on the show? Yeah. <laughs> hey, it is Kyle just brings us together. A pleasure to have Kyle. I'll be Alex 2.0. You know that. Yeah. <laughs> Alex. Anyway, stay kind, geeks. Inconceivable. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. I come to Dunkin' for something topped, toasty, and tasty. Because days like this deserve a toast. I can celebrate today with a bacon-topped avocado toast. It's got rich, creamy avocado on top of toasted sourdough bread with crumbled cherry wood smoked bacon and everything bagel seasoning. All perfectly packed to go. Or I can cheers to a grilled cheese melt filled with white cheddar and American cheese or layered with savory black forest ham. If you're done with your toast, your order's ready. Yeah! Toast your way all day at Dunkin'. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer.